Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard. We are bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today we got an episode that really digs deep into some winter activities, yes. events, really some things to do to get out there and enjoy enjoy our great state in the winter. Well, you know, people, we tend to kind of, in the winter like this, we tend to kind of stay home, stay indoors. Mm-hmm. We kind of stay protected. But the reality is, and, and I think anyone who's ever skied knows this, is that for the most part in our winters, if you put a coat on, you can spend a lot of time outdoors oh, yeah. and be perfectly comfortable. You put on a coat, a hat, some gloves, and you really won't have a problem. You could stay mm-hmm. out all day mm-hmm. and be pretty comfortable. And I think a lot of people just don't process that, you know. Yeah. And and Utah especially, our winter weather usually hovers around above freezing, 30 yeah. and above. But, you know, there's always a few spells where we get we drop down into the teens. But if, so don't let that hinder you. And if you have a place, if you have a warm place to sleep, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not you're camping outside. That's right. Camping is hard. But if yeah. you've got a warm place, then outdoor activities are the best. Mm-hmm. So speaking of a warm place to sleep, uh, somewhere that I love to go in the winter is Red Canyon Lodge. And this is up near Flaming Gorge. I think the closest town is called Dutch John. So it's about a three-hour drive from from Salt Lake City, roughly around three hours. Beautiful drive out there. And it, it, you honestly, the directions when you have in your phone, you are driving out there and you think that you're going to, it's just going to take you to a dead end. Like you don't realize that there's going to be something out there because there's nothing around. Yeah. Other than beautiful views of the canyon and the forest. And you pull up on this camp. It You feel like you dropped into the 1950s at a summer camp. That's cool. And they have a big lodge with a restaurant and a gift shop uh, and, a, and a front desk office. And actually, I think the restaurant is closed until late February. They take a little winter break. Mm. Um, and then it's on this gorgeous lake, which, of course, right now is going to be frozen over. Right. Um, and then they have cabins all along it, different sized cabins, different prices. Um, and you can stay at any of the ca- cabins, winter or summer. Really? Uh-huh. Is, and, I, I guess in the winter, at least, it can't be that expensive. No. it's. Um, I went up there last winter, and it was 70 $75 a night. So probably pretty similar prices yeah. for this year. Yeah, I don't think they would they would jump. Uh, jump at that much, and uh, they, even in the summer when it's much more popular in the summer, it's like 125 to 150 a night. Okay. Um, 
But what I love about the winter is just how serene it is. It is silent. Wow. And they have probably 20 or so trails all walking distance straight out your front door of your cabin, your private cabin, um, that will take you all around different places and different views down to the Green River. So tell me about the cabin where you stayed. So it is, you walk up. And it's got a nice little cobblestone pathway up to your porch Mm -hmm. with your own private grill. And you walk in and there's – the Ponderosa is the one that I'm talking about. There's Ponderosa and Alpine. Alpine is a bit smaller. Okay. And what I remember is that in the winter, those ones are not – those ones aren't even available. Oh, so they only do the the Ponderosa? Yeah. I think probably – Alpine probably doesn't have uh, central heating or something something like that. So they just keep the Ponderosa open in the winter. That makes sense. So it has a full living room with pull-out couch. Okay. It has a kitchenette, dining table, uh, full bathroom, and then another bedroom with two queen beds. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So you can sleep. Several people in there. Oh, yeah. You know, doubling up on, you know, in the beds. You got kids mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. That's uh, fantastic. No TV. What? No TV. They. It's kind of a place where they recommend, it is like a summer camp or winter <laughs> camp. Like they want you to unplug and get out and enjoy the nature that's around you. All right. So no TV. They're going to force you outside. Mm-hmm. But they also, in their shop, they rent uh, snowshoes, cross-country skis, a ton of stuff that you can you can go and take advantage of. Okay, all right. That was mm-hmm. my question. So if they're going to force you outside, what yeah. is there to do? And so you and that is the, the snowshoeing, cross country, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they uh, do they offer anything like ice fishing or anything like that? Or did did you notice uh, ice fishing? I don't think so because the um, the lake that's out there it's it's pretty covered in snow and people were walking out on it, but I didn't see anyone. Fishing, yeah, uh, but you can you can definitely walk out on it and and kind of. Well, have I'm sure if you there. if you brought your own license and your own gear, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could you know get yeah. out there and yeah, be yeah, a good definitely. place to go. So. And there's um, you can have open fires as well. Out there. Really? Uh huh. So they have campfires. They have kind of like community area with big bonfire. Um, well, I guess that makes some sense because what you're gonna you're not gonna light a forest fire with all this snow. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well get out there. Mm-hmm. Throw some pallets out there and uh, have the bonfire you wanted yeah. to have in the summer, but weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. And I know in the in the summer they have a lot more activities. I don't. Ex- I'm not 100 percent sure if they cross over for winter. I know they have horseback riding in the summer. Yeah, horseback riding. I saw. Uh, in one of the reviews, because there's un- unfortunately on the Red Canyon Lodge website, the information on their winter stuff is pretty limited. Yeah, uh, it's there. They just don't talk a lot about it in the on the website. But I, reading through a bunch of the reviews, I did get a little bit of an idea. For example, the horseback riding mm-hmm. is a summer only, so they okay. kind of shut it down in the late fall. Yeah. And so there's going to be some stuff that doesn't cross over. But still, you know, you get out there. It, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like a good opportunity if you've ever wanted to kind of get out and try something like snowshoeing or cross-country skiing. Mm-hmm. It seems like that would be kind of cool, a cool oh, way yeah. to do it. Definitely. Because you get out there. You're not having to kind of go and find a place. You it's just... all set up for you. They've got maps, yeah. all the different trails. They're, the staff is so nice and so knowledgeable. Cause that, and then you're not having to also learn a new sport and then trudge back home. Because that's that is always for me the bummer of winter sports <laughs> yeah. is the drive home. 
I'm always mm-hmm. such a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, you're tired, you're exhausted, you got to drive out. And that's always a bummer. So something like this, this is cool. I like this idea quite a bit. I actually did learn how to cross-country ski out there. Really? Mm-hmm. On those trails. And thankfully, they those trails were not too crowded because I was I was pretty reckless. <laughs> <laughs> what you need is you need to get one of those snowboards that splits apart. Have you seen those? Yeah, a split board. Yeah. Yeah. The, we're thinking about just sawing in half one of my snowboards. <laughs> is it the same? Uh, it's, sure. it's actually, it's not that different. I don't have the, the edges, but people do it. Do they? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, all right, you know, if you got to get up there. DIY split board sawed yeah. in half by the, the screws. The, yeah, the, the <laughs> latches. The latches, yeah, and mm-hmm. then you'd be and then you'd be hooked up. I have a friend of mine who who does that. He goes backcountry mm-hmm. skiing, but he's on a board and so he'll take that split board. And I I still I still I guess I can get in my mind I can picture how it must work. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't know. I guess I just have to see one in action. Like yeah. it's hard to imagine because you'd have to redirect the bindings, mm-hmm. and it just sounds like a lot of work. But I'm I'm sure they've figured no, it out. Just a screwdriver. Just a screwdriver. Just a little screwdriver. Yeah, just a little bit of fine motor <laughs> skills, which is you know the best thing in, in when you're out in the snow, right? Oh uh, yeah. No, it's a good time. Okay. All right. So Red Canyon Lodge, uh, you can find them at redcanyonlodge.com. And uh, that's where you can book a reservation or give them a ring if you want to, uh, if you want to call them versus booking online. But I think that sounds like a real fun time. Mm -hmm. Do it. Now, when we come back, Deer Valley, in the next couple of weeks, Deer Valley's got a big event. If you love freestyle skiing uh, and you love watching freestyle skiing, Deer Valley's hosting a major, major event. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Welcome back to Your Utah. I'm Ethan Miller here with Taylor Powers, and we are chatting about some of the things that you could do along the Wasatch Front. Uh, this winter, you know, the, it's, it's, it's easy for people. It's like automatic for people when they are during the summertime or when the weather's nice. People automatically think of outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. Go to the park for a picnic. Take a walk. Go on a hike. You know, whatever. Go on a drive. And uh, it's easy to come up with those kinds of activities. In the wintertime, you just have to make recommendations because people's default setting, I think, is sitting at home watching television. <laughs> That's what I do. And uh, But I think once you kind of get out, you find that uh, there's a lot to do in the winter as well. It's not just skiing. Oh, yeah. There's tons. Sometimes it's watching people ski, <laughs> So, which is what our next activity is. Now uh, – Deer Valley is hosting the first week of February. Let me pull it up here. Deer Valley is hosting the FIS Freestyle World Cup event. And this is a really awesome event. These are the these are the best of the best worldwide in freestyle skiing. Uh, and Deer Valley is a premier venue for this. They have hosted not just the Winter Olympic Games. They've hosted two world championships and 15 World Cups at Deer Valley. And so they've got the World Cup event this year as well. So what they do is they they hold these events pretty down low on the mountain, and they're lit. Mm -hmm. So these are evening events. And you can go up there, and you can watch. And they have, at the end of every night, they've got a fireworks display. 
concluding every night. Uh, and then uh, you just hang out and watch this great skiing under the lights at this beautiful, beautiful resort. If you need to, you can duck inside the lodge and stamp your feet a couple of times and mm-hmm. uh, and get something to drink. But otherwise, this is February 1st through the 4th. Okay, is... so they're not going to compete with the Super Bowl. That was going to be my next question. Aha! <laughs> See, that's a question I would never think to ask. <clears throat> Let me tell you what those days are. Uh, oh, so it's... Uh, Wednesday through Saturday. First through the fourth is Wednesday mm-hmm. through Saturday. And they are in the evening. Good deal. So what, are, yeah. what time does it start? It starts at... Can you make it after work? Yes. 9 p.m. Eastern is the TV coverage. All these are broadcast on NBC, by the way. NBC Sports mm-hmm. Network, the final night, is broadcast on NBC in the afternoon. So you've got a – on the 4th – oh, no, no. It's just the – the 4th is the one that's broadcast, mm-hmm. and that's in the evening. 9 p.m. Eastern, that's 7. So these are going to be after the day's finish. So I think that if you went up there after work, you would probably be in good shape. It doesn't actually have here. I'm on the Deer Valley website, and it doesn't actually have the time. But they say these are the same runs used during the twenty, uh, the 2002 Winter Olympic Games. So nice. that's not bad, no, right? That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Get to see some amazing – is it just skiing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Deer, Deer Valley skiing only, right? Yeah, Deer Valley yeah. ski only. Even if you're a professional athlete, they're still not going to let you on there. <laughs> They've got rules to keep, Taylor. Rules <laughs> are rules. All right. All right. <laughs> so I, I've actually been to a World Cup event over at Park City when they used to have them at Park City. Mm-hmm. And these really are fun. There's always a lot going on. they got vendors. It's a, it's a real kind of carnival circus atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, being up in the mountains is really beautiful. A lot of music, a lot of stuff going on. So, nice. yeah, it's a really fun time. And there's tons of parking there at Deer Valley. Yeah. Just is, tons. Uh, is Deer Valley near – it's like up near Park City kind of, right? Yeah, it's just on the other side of Park City. So you drive through okay. Park City to get to Deer Valley. Oh, okay. So, that's right. Yeah, that's how you do mm-hmm. that. So it's not, it's not particularly far. Mm-hmm. Make a weekend out of it. Right? And especially yeah. if you're going up in the evening like this, you're not going to be battling a lot of the traffic uh-uh. problems. No. Everyone's going to be coming back the other way. And Park City will be pretty dry because everyone will be going up the weekend after for Sundance. That's right. Yep. And uh, and so, yeah, I think it'll be good. Nice. Recommend it. So that's February 1st through the 4th. Go and uh, and check it out. Ring the cowbells. Very, very nice. I, I still have my old cowbell from Park City oh, World you do? Cup that I, <laughs> okay. yeah, that I went to. G'day, 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 g'day. <laughs> All right, so get up there. You'll see Ethan with his cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, can I mention one other thing? Uh, no. no. No, of course. Before we go, <laughs> I guess we could save this for tomorrow. Should we save the Super Pass for tomorrow? Let's save it for tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, so stay tuned for tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to bring you the Super Pass. It's meant for tourists, but I think locals can use it too, and it actually really is a good deal. I'm intrigued. Okay. All right. We got Flaming Gorge, Red Canyon Lodge, 
in the Deer Valley Freestyle Cup. Get out there and enjoy your Utah.